This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts. But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse. Hello and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and I'm really happy to be in the studio and talking to you all about the ABCs of thinking and feeling. Now, if you've been listening to Fighting Stigma for a while, you may have heard this maybe a year and a half ago. It's been a little while since I've talked about it, and I thought it just kind of fits in quite well with some of the stuff we've been talking about lately. I know for me, working out the connection between my thoughts and my feelings and how that kind of interacts with the things that are happening in my life was mind-blowing, a little bit disturbing, and ultimately fantastic. So I really wanted to share that all with you. But before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick word about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress to Health and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, that sounds like something that would be really great for myself or for someone else you know. I do play that ad again at the end of Fighting Stigma Show. So just hang around and keep listening and grab a pen and paper and you can grab those details at the very end. So the ABCs of thinking and feeling. Have you ever had a thought about, like, is there any connection between what I think and how I feel? I mean, kind of you probably will, but you may have been like me and come back with the answer of like, you know, it's more about what happens in my life. So if someone says something mean to me, if I stub my toe, if I end up finding out the flatmate drank all the milk and put the empty container back and I can't now have a coffee, or you get fired, or someone you really care about dies, or something dreadful happens, and you think that's more related to what my emotion is, like what's happening for me. But actually, an amazing thing to realize and to find out is actually when you analyze your thinking, you analyze the connection between thoughts and feelings, it's actually 
the something happens like so whether it's you have a thought or a memory or something happens like say someone says something nasty to you and then the emotion feels like it comes straight after right so someone says something nasty to you you have a feeling you have a sensation you have an emotional response and that feels like it's immediately afterwards right next to it right there's no gap in between you don't think oh someone said something horrible to me i'm going to feel miserable now tick let's do that like there's not really a conscious thought to it as a general rule but actually what there is in between that we don't recognize or notice a lot of the time because it's so quickly happening is that there is a thought. There is a thought process or thought pattern quite often related to a belief or an experience in life or a fundamental thing we think about ourselves. And that is actually the thought that comes up because of the event. And then from that thought, we get the emotional response. Now, I'll let you think about that for a moment, because I know for me, I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? The first time I got told this, I was like, there's no way. Like, honestly, the thing happens, and I have the emotional response. It's one, then two. There's no third thing that happens in between. What are you talking about? It doesn't, it's not how my life works. It's not how my brain works. It's not what's going on. And it took me a long time to kind of think into it, feel into it, and really notice what was happening. And then it took quite a bit of kind of like juggling and noticing how does this work. Now, what I want to do is read some stuff out of a hand, handout from the Center for Clinical Intervention, and it's called Analyzing Your Thinking. And so Center for Clinical Intervention can be found online, and I just Google CCI, and it will come up as like one of the top two options. So Center for Clinical Intervention is an Australian psychology outfit and what they do is have this amazing amount of resources i totally recommend going to see them they have a whole bunch of stuff on there loads of handouts for if you're someone who's looking for support for yourself or someone else you're helping there's worksheets and there's workbooks there's stuff about anxiety and panic and worry and eat disordered eating like there's I can't even remember all of them. There's so many. But a lot of times I go there for getting stuff around anxiety and worry because the way they describe things are really, really easy to understand and I use them loads in my support groups. And I've used them quite a few times for myself. So I'm just going to read some of the stuff that's on this handout because I think they describe it really, really well. So we've been talking about the way our thoughts affect how we feel. If we're feeling happy and excited, chances are we've been thinking positive thoughts and about positive things. On the other hand, if we're feeling anxious, depressed or upset, it is likely that we've been thinking negative thoughts. We call these unhelpful thoughts, simply because they lead to unpleasant feelings and unhelpful actions. All of us, at times, think things that make us feel sad or anxious, and that is a normal part of life. However, if you often feel distressed or anxious, you might need to examine your thinking to improve how you feel. So if unhelpful, unhelpful thoughts lead to distressing emotions, then it might be quite reasonable to say that the most effective thing to do is change those unhelpful thoughts to helpful ones. So how do you do that? To start influencing the way you feel, you need to learn to be aware of and capture those unhelpful thoughts and beliefs, and the ultimate aim is to change them. So to get started, they do an ABC analysis. So when they're talking about this, the ABC analysis, so the A stands for the activating event. So A for activating. So simply you write down or you think about an event or an emotion or a situation when you experience a, a strong negative reaction, right? 
like generally an emotional reaction, so maybe depression, sadness, anger, right? Write it down, just the facts, exactly what happened. I went to the supermarket and someone told me my shirt was really ugly, right? That may have been the thing. And so it means you don't include your thoughts. You don't include anything about what you're thinking about it, like what else is going on. So literally the very simple thing about what exactly happened, okay? And then the next step is you do the C. So we jump from A all the way to C. And so C is consequences. So that's actually the emotion of it. So that's both your feelings and your actions or behavior. So someone, the A, the activating event, is someone tells me that my shirt is really, really ugly and why am I wearing it in public? And C, the consequence is I feel really horrible. I feel like I shouldn't be out in public and I start crying, right? So that's C, that's the emotion is that I feel sad, upset, and then I start crying, right? So you write down exactly, you think about exactly what the consequence is. How do you feel? What's your physical reaction? What's your emotional um, feelings? What are you feeling? What do you think? So what, and then what do you do, right? So notice those. And then what you have to do is notice what happened in between. So bearing in mind the situation and the feelings you experienced, identifying B, which represents your beliefs, or thoughts, or expectations, or perceptions, or attitudes, ask yourself, what was I thinking when the event occurred? What was going through my mind at the time? What, what did I think to myself when that happened? So it may have been, I thought I started crying and got upset because someone told me in the supermarket that my shirt was really ugly and questioned why I was wearing it out in public. But actually, the thought that happened in between was not, who are you? What are you talking to me for? This shirt is gorgeous. Because in which case, if I had that thought, I wouldn't have been crying and I wouldn't have been upset. I would have just told them to go away and laughed at them. Right? I had the B, the belief or the expectation or the attitude was, I knew I shouldn't have worn this shirt. It's really horrible. Everything I choose to do is wrong. I Nothing I do is right. Like So I have that sort of negative thought process. And that is what actually has the emotion happen. So write down or think about any of the thoughts and make them into a list. So when you've completed that, when you've got the whole list of all the different things you think about, read through or think about all of the different statements, right? And then underline the thought that is most associated with the primary emotion you felt in A, right? So we'll now call that the hot thought, so if I list a whole lot of things like, oh, I sh- knew I shouldn't have worn that shirt, every choice I make is really wrong, nothing I ever do is good, I should never leave the house. And if it's actually the one that feels the most strong, I have the most visceral reaction to, strongest reaction to is everything I do is wrong, that's the hot thought. That's the one I underline, that's the one I think about going, hey, I need to look deeper into that, what's behind that? So here's an example. It's a different example to the one I've given you. So imagine walking into a party and you feel anxious. So to do an ABC analysis, you might say to yourself, how am I making myself anxious? What am I thinking? And you might identify the thought at such as, I don't want to be here. So if you only had this thought, you'd probably not experience a strong emotion, but only feel mildly anxious. If you do experience a strong emotional response to this thought, it probably indicates that there are other thoughts underlying that thought. Therefore, the thought, I don't want to be here, is only the initial thought. Think of it like an iceberg. 
the I don't want to be here is the tip of the iceberg. What is lying underneath it that's making the really big emotion happen? And you need to discover the other unhelpful thoughts that are present to invoke such a strong emotional response. And it can be really important to think about that, like in actually recognizing that the event happens. So often stuff happens in life where someone says something or someone does something and we have a strong visceral reaction, like it feels overwhelming and huge and we're like you've just done this horrible thing and now I feel dreadful you made me sad you've made me angry you made me depressed when actually what's happened is they've said or done something and it may not be right it may not be a great thing to do and actually there's some stuff that needs to be discussed about that but actually the sad or angry or depressed is actually something that came about because of our thoughts and then the only way to change kind of our reaction to that is to recognize the thoughts we are having that had that emotional impact come up. Now, I know if you haven't thought about this before, I've just thrown a giant kind of bomb in your lap and gone, here, have this idea, see how you feel. And depending on how you, how you kind of address it, you may feel like I did when I first heard it and I felt a little bit attacked, like I'm creating all the negative emotions in my life and like if I just had my thoughts right, everything would be good. And that was really dreadful at the time. So I'm hoping that's not the experience you're having. But if you are, it's okay, right? That is actually all part of exactly as we're talking about. The activating event was me saying, hey, there's this ABC of thinking and feeling and noticing the connection between our thoughts and our feelings. And maybe we can start looking at the, the B, which is the beliefs or the attitudes or the thoughts or the, the, the yeah, beliefs, thoughts, attitudes, right? I've got the right things, right? And actually, if we have a thought or attitude that actually I should actually just be healthy and sane and everything should be smooth and easy and I should be the life of the party, and you know that sometimes you're not, then we'll have a really strong reaction to that because we think, hey, I've done it all wrong, right? And that's exactly what happened to me. So what I'm going to do is my usual spiel, and I'm going to play us a song. So I'm going to leave you some time to have a think about what I've just said. So you can, when I come back, I'm going to talk about some of the stuff we can do next when you start identifying that hot thought. But take some time, listen to a song, think about, hey, does that make sense to me? Can I think about a time where something's happened and I've had a really strong emotional response to it? And now that I think back at it, I think, oh, recognize, hey, there's a real strong thought there. There's like a belief. Because sometimes what it is, is the thought that's in between is actually a belief around how someone should behave, right? So if we have someone comes in and sneezes on us, and actually we think that's disgusting and like you get an emotional response of like you get angry. It's like, what are you doing? Don't do that, right? That comes from a belief of that people shouldn't sneeze on each other. It's not safe. It's not sanitary. Actually, you should cover your mouth. Where's your manners, right? The level of the emotional response is that we have a really strong belief that that's not okay. And that might stem from actually we could be unsafe if that happens, depending on what someone does, right? It's not saying someone should go around sneezing on everybody, but it's saying the emotional response, the level of it, and how we react can come from that be, that belief, that attitude, or that thought. So have a think about that while I play us Broods Coattails here on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0. So we'll ride the 
Welcome back to the Finding Stigma show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. I'm your host, Dave Vanessa, and I'm talking about analysing your thinking, the ABCs of thinking and feeling. So, did you take some time while you're listening to Broods and actually think about, hey, can I notice a time where I've had an emotional response to something and maybe it's my thought process or my belief or my attitude to what had happened that had the emotional response happen? Or maybe just the size of it, right? And how did that feel? How did you go through that? Because what I want to do now is just give you some ideas about how to do the looking into what's under the iceberg. So we've got the tip of the iceberg is that hot thought. So it's that thing of, I don't want to be here at the party. You're feeling anxious about being at the party. I don't want to be here is your strongest thought. But what's actually underneath that? What do you get to when you keep delving a little bit? Because that's the thing that can make a really big difference in finding out what we need to work on or adjust or help like ourselves with, right? So if by asking yourself a number of questions, you can uncover any other unhelpful thoughts underlying that initial thought. Let's use the example of being at the party to identify the unhelpful thoughts underlying the initial thought, I don't want to be here. The following is a description of the thoughts that might be going through your head as you uncover other unhelpful thoughts. So this is the series of questions you might ask yourself to try and discover those baseline unhelpful thoughts. So you have your original thought, I don't want to be here. You think, I don't want to be here because people will look at me and know that I'm depressed. Mm, And that's bad because, well, they will think something's wrong with me. And what is bad about that? They will think I'm crazy. And what does that say about me? That I must be crazy. So your task is to become an expert in identifying your unhelpful thoughts. Sometimes one or two thoughts may not represent the whole, the other unhelpful ones you might have already had, but as such, it may be the other thoughts you need to ask the questions of, right? So it may be a not direct line down, it may kind of spread out, and you need to kind of follow the strongest uncomfortable thought, if that makes sense. So it could be, so the different thought discovery questions are, what is bad about that? What is it? What is it that I see happening in this situation? What am I concluding about myself or others in this situation? And that is bad because? And what does that say about me? So it's best to be as specific as you can. So even if some of your unhelpful thoughts sound stupid or embarrassing when you think about them, and definitely if you go to think, say them to someone, discovering your unhelpful thoughts, no matter how silly they sound, is important to learning how to better manage your mood. So after you've done this, it's the next step is to do detective work and disputation. I'll do that as a different section for a different episode of Fighting Stigma. But for now, it's thinking about, hey, if you get into that nitty gritty in the middle thought about how do, like, what am I thinking? What are my beliefs? Like, what is bad about what I'm thinking? Like, what's going on? What is the under, what's the bottom part of the iceberg? 
And thinking about that can make a really, really huge difference because then you can actually start disputing it and going, hey, that's actually not true. There's no evidence in my life of that. So maybe I could approach this in a different way. And it takes quite a bit of work, but it can be so, so good. And I've definitely found it being really amazing for simple things like how the saying, someone saying to me, hey, your shirt's really ugly. What are you wearing that on public for? I mean, that particular example hasn't happened to me, but I've had similar things like that happen. And I've just, other times it's been really hurtful and like upsetting. But then when I recognized actually I'm upset because I believed I don't make good choices. That's my underlying thought is I make bad choices. I'm not a good person. And so it's actually, that's the thing I'm reacting to is that someone else is saying that they agree with that by telling me I have wearing a bad shirt or making bad choices. I'm not a good person. And when I realized that's actually the thought that I'm reacting to and gone, hey, this particular situation has nothing to do with that. And actually, I don't know that person. I choose to not know that person. I'm not going to listen to their opinion. They can not like my shirt. That's fine. It doesn't bother me. It's very comfortable. I love the flamingos. It's all good, right? And so then I can work on going, hey, so what else in my life do I need to look at to work on feeling good about myself and that I make good choices? Because then I can move through and from that place of actually that big upset. And instead of it making my day miserable or maybe my like whole week, because let's be honest, if something bad happens, quite often the emotional feeling of it lasts for several days or a week, right? And it taints other things in our lives. And having some control over that, some way to move through that or adjust that or be different is enormous and amazing. But sometimes actually trying to think these through things, these things through by ourselves is really, really hard and we can't do it. And what we really need is someone to talk to. So what I'm going to do now is do our regular segment of support lines. So grab a pen and paper. So if you ever need someone to talk to, you've got some numbers, some people to ring. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called. So need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737. The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a crisis assessment team, they're part of the community mental health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800-543-354. And they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now, the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around, like the um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So, Depression Helpline 0800 111 757. 
Now, they're there, they're, if you just have someone, you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from 8am in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now, the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line. It's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family, and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line. It's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health, and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body, you don't know what's happening. You're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whānau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Tōtoko, which is 0508 828 Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, So the outline, their number is 0800 688 5463. So hopefully grab those numbers. If you missed any of them, I do play that segment at the end of every single episode of Fighting Stigma. So you can come back next week on FreeFM 89.0 to listen to us. Or you can find us on the FreeFM website on freefm.org.nz or on accessradio.org or Apple Podcasts or my personal favourite, you can find Fighting Stigma on Spotify. Just look up Fighting Stigma on Spotify and you'll be able to hear me talk about wonderful, awesome things and get this different support lines at the end of the show every single time. But from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.